Talent Talks is brought to you by PropLogix. At PropLogix, we partner with title professionals like you to relieve the pressure of the most repetitive and tedious closing tasks so you can focus on delivering a better experience to your customers. All you have to do is take it off your to-do list and put it on ours. Now to today's episode. What I'm hearing is that last year was so spectacular. I mean, title agents were totally, totally busy, had a ton of ton of business. And I think everybody realizes we can't sustain that. There's no crystal ball that reveals what lies ahead for the real estate market this year. But the team at October Research and the Title Report surveyed title agents across the industry to ask them about what they believe lies ahead for their business, including opportunities and concerns for the coming year. Those responses can be found in the 2022 Voice of the Title Agent Report. I got the chance to chat with the report author and editor of the title report, Erica Peterson. Here's that interview. Hey, Erica, thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be here. For people who may not know, you are the editor of October Research's The Title Report. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. So I came aboard about a year ago. Um, I have a couple decades of experience in journalism, but um, it seems like I'm like a whole lot of other people in the industry. It seems everybody from title came from somewhere else. And so I came from journalism and uh, yeah, I started a year ago. And so our publication really focuses on the different business aspects of the title industry. So we cover if there's new C-suite appointments or new personnel. Anybody who's been reading the publication certainly sees we do a lot of M&A because that is what's happening in the industry right now. So basically anything that's happening in the industry, we try to keep on top of it and share it with our readers. Obviously you have to be under a rock to like not know what the title report is, if I think you're in the title industry, like as soon as I joined, it was um, my company, PropLogix. Um, it was something that they're like, you gotta, we gotta subscribe to this. We have to, you know, keep an eye on it. So it's kind of like who's who in, in the title industry. So it's mm-hmm. like a kind of a, a guiding light. So you're here today to talk about the survey that you guys conduct every year and you yes. have the report for the voice of the title agent. Tell me a little bit about what's in the survey. Like, what does it cover? Sure. So this is our 12th survey and it comes out every March. And it's really meant to give us a really detailed look at the industry, like through the eyes of the people who are in the industry. So we can hear from boots on the ground, right? Um, You know, we ask them all sorts of questions uh, throughout the industry. We ask them to kind of tell us how business was in the previous year and what they're expecting it to look like coming up, kind of talking about what their best opportunities are for the upcoming year and maybe what their biggest concerns or worries are. A very popular one is always asking about technology and the tools, you know, what are the things that they can't live without, or what are the things that they are excited to try? We talk about their working relationships with other partners in the industry, you know, with lenders and realtors and underwriters. Another big topic is obviously uh, wire fraud. So we talk about their security protocols. And then we also ask their thoughts on things like compliance and regulation from both the federal and state. So sort of a wide swath of everything 
happening in the industry. How do you get people to take this survey and like who who are you guys surveying? Sure. So we always put out uh, sort of an invitation to everybody who is a subscriber or who gets the title report, but also anybody can. It's mostly title agents, but sure, you know, we get lawyers, we get realty people, and we sort of put out a wide invitation. Um, and this year we had ooh, probably over 250 people, which was a big jump from last year. I don't know if it was the pandemic had everybody pretty busy, but yeah, so we hear from all different parts of the industry, but I would say basically, since again, it is the voice of the title agent, I'd say the bulk of our respondents are from title agencies and title companies. How long does it take you guys to kind of go through the data and that sort of thing? I know I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of preparation ahead of time. Like what, what is that process kind of like? Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, the survey closes at the end of February. So my March is pretty much voice of the title agent. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a big, big project. Now, last year I started, so I started in March. So I started sort of right in the middle of voice of the title agent. So I was kind of like, not exactly sure, you know, how everything went, but since I've had a whole year now, I would say it's a couple of weeks of me spending an awful lot of time going through the charts and going through the data. What I like about our special report is it's it's not only sharing what we found out in this report, but it's also sort of taking a look back at some of our past ones so we can sort of track the trends and track how things are happening over time. So yeah, I'd say that's a that's a pretty big bulk of my early March is um, Voice of the Title Agent. I'm sure like hopping into the title industry a year ago and like getting kind of having this survey be your first, you know, foray into the title <laughs> industry probably helped you like understand a lot of like the the concerns and the pain points and the problems that are in the industry. 100%. It was a great, yes, it was a great sort of jump in because, you know, not only do we have the survey questions, but we also have areas for comments. And so I can learn a whole lot from people commenting because sometimes it's hard to get a whole picture from just a yes or a no, right? So yeah, um, it is definitely something where I learn a lot about what's happening and it also helps me formulate ideas for stories for the title report because it helps me say, okay, here are the things that I'm having trouble with, here are the things I wanna learn more about. So yeah, it is an invaluable resource for us and we hope for our readers as well. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask. Like, what, what if someone, you know, first of all, how, how do people um, gain access to it? That's sure. something that's important. <laughs> sure. So, yes, it is a free download. If you go to our website, which is www.thetitlereport.com, and then do slash V-O-T-A, VOTA, for Voice of the Title Agent, VOTA22. So again, the titlereport.com slash VOTA22. And you can download it for free. Um, and yeah, it is it is chock full of information, again, from not only our survey looking back on 2021, but I also include some comparisons. So it really does help you see how things have been uh, changing. Yeah, and I, I was going to pull out one thing that I had seen that I sort of 
it didn't surprise me, but I thought was kind of interesting. And then I'll ask you about some of the things that you thought were interesting was um, when you asked people about what their um, outlook for the current year, is, you know, like, let's say it's like 2022, like looking mm -hmm. ahead, mm -hmm. how do you, you know, see the prospect of your, your, the prospects for your business. And there is a noticeable uptick for people for 2022 who think it could either be the same, just stagnant or worse. I thought that was sort of surprising. Um, I was just curious, you know, if that's something that you guys noted or, you know, if you were sort of expecting that kind of um, response. Well, I think there's, I mean, there's a whole lot of speculation about what the housing market is going to do, right? And of course, the title industry is so, um, so connected to that. And I think there are some concerns that we're in a bubble and it's going to burst. So I think what I'm hearing is that last year was so spectacular. I mean, title agents were totally, totally busy, had a ton of ton of business and i think everybody realizes we can't sustain that so i think there is some concern that yeah um it's not going to be as fantastic as it was but the other thing i'm hearing too is i don't think too many people that i'm hearing from are expecting a huge drop i think they're just realizing we can't stay at this super hot speed that we've been working on yeah yeah at this breakneck speed it's just it isn't sustainable um, exactly yeah, so I oh, I did want to ask if there was anything in the survey and the report that that really surprised you or that um, you just weren't expecting. Well, I don't know about a real surprise, but when I took a look at the responses to the questions about the e-closings, you know, I certainly expected that there was going to be an uptick, but I was surprised by the huge uptick in people who are doing e-closings like over the past five years or so. So when we asked, how prepared are you to handle e-closings? If you look back at 2017 and 2018, about 15 to 16% said, I'm already doing them. This year we were at 47%. So like half of the title agents are now prepared to do e-closings when four years ago, you know, not even not even a quarter were. So I was sort of taken aback by how how big that jump was. Um, but then one thing too, you kind of have to keep in mind with those numbers. And again, with the comments I would hear is just because a title agency is able and capable of doing an e-closing, it doesn't mean it's actually doing it because you know a lot of them mentioned that other parts of the transaction, are not up to speed on that. Like, you know, I had several who said, oh yeah, I'm all set to go, but our lenders still aren't. So we can't do them. Mm -hmm. um, same with, uh, you know, with the regulations, there are still states that don't allow them or there are states where only parts and there are counties that don't allow them. So it was interesting to me to see how many, what a big jump. And I mean, I'm sure that the pandemic had a big part, had a big part of that to see that, boy, there are a lot of people in our industry who are all ready to go. They just have to wait for everybody else to catch up. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it's a, I know, a big undertaking for a company, you know, if they don't already have either a solution or a processes to, to be able to support e-closings. I'm not quite sure where it was from, but they were talking about um, 
in some publication about how it does help reduce like errors in closings and you know in in, in recording errors and that sort of thing like that there's a lot of benefits and it, it speeds up you know the whole signing process you know it's it's cool to see that the industry is responding and preparing for what they see as sort of the future it's exactly yeah, on those lenders to to kind of catch up, and that's funny because I was reading um, like lenders have too much control or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, there are. <laughs> yeah, there are definitely. Uh, I mean, certainly, people in the title industry are going to have opinions, and I'm sure if you asked the lenders, they would think something different as well. So, um, but I mean, it is it it's something that I have seen in these. Of responses again and again is yeah maybe this is a problem but not so much for us like that was something else that i saw talking about security and again security protocols and and cybercrime and wire fraud i mean i don't have to tell you is a huge huge issue billions of dollars lost every year but what i saw from the respondents in the comments is hey i think the title agents have done a really good job at getting those protocols in place and getting those procedures in place. It's the other parts of the transaction. It's maybe the realtors and the brokerages that maybe need to beef up their securities. You know, it's the lenders. So, and I think to, to a point, I think that's a fair point. I mean, you know, I hear stories again and again about maybe there's a realtor who's still using Gmail, right? They're not using secure. They're not using two-factor authentication. They're not using the protocols that are in place. So yeah, that was something else that was sort of interesting to see that yes, security, cybercrime is still a huge problem, but I, I think the title industry as a whole has done a pretty good job of getting better. Mm -hmm. I know to be able to compare data, obviously it's it's important to have you know the same questions each year. Do you guys, did you add anything new new this year? Yes, actually, we did have a new question this year um, in light of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau having a new director, Rohit Chopra, who people were expecting to perhaps put put some more teeth into the CFPB. We, we did ask this year if uh, our respondents were expecting increased regulatory scrutiny. And the answer was a definite yes. <laughs> um, about half are saying they're expecting more scrutiny, but again, from both the CFPB and from state regulators. And I think that's that's something to keep in mind is certainly from the Federal Bureau, but again, because so many, you know, we don't have a universal regulatory system here, right? It's It's pretty fragmented with different states and even different counties having different rules. So uh, yes, it seemed that about half are expecting more scrutiny from both the federal and the state level. So that was definitely something new that we had asked. So affiliated relationships, I think that's mm -hmm. always kind of interesting. I mean, we keep mm -hmm. talking about M&A, like that's something that you've been writing a ton about because there's just a ton of mergers and acquisitions happening. Do you guys feel like you're, you've seen an uptick in these affiliated relationships um, looking at the data over the years? Yeah, definitely. There, there is an uptick, yeah, in all sorts of joint ventures, right? In all sorts, um, certainly in the affiliated relationships, 
certainly in the merger, certainly in the acquisitions, certainly in the partnerships. It just, that seems to be the way that things are going. You know, in the past, it, it was sort of the underwriters who were the big players in the M&A. Now, so much money is coming in from private equity that mm -hmm. uh, it's sort of changing that. And also technology firms are sort of wanting to get into it too. I think what these outsiders have seen is, you know, we talked about how the, how the title space had such a banner year. Well, everybody wants the money and I get that. I wonder if everybody is aware of the outsiders that, you know, this isn't always how things go, right? I mean, there are ups and downs. So I think it'll be interesting to see, but there is definitely, my goodness, I don't think I go a week without hearing about some merger or acquisition. It is, it seems like it's a constant. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, um, I, I don't know, with your, you know, conversations in the industry and, and maybe within this report, is there like a sense of anxiety from like smaller independent title companies? I don't know if it would be anxiety, but certainly the, so what do I do? So I'm getting close to retirement age, or maybe I'm, I'm thinking it's time to get out my gosh, there are, you know, so many different ways I can go with this. So I, I think, I think there, yeah, I guess I would say some sort of uncertainty as to what the best option is, you know, wanting to make sure that your team and your people are safe. So I think there is definitely some, and I think it's just, you know, as we get these technological advances and more security and more all of these things, some of the advances are sort of out of reach of some of the smaller non-profit shops, right? Or, yeah. yeah. How do you com compete with private equity money? <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, so I yeah. think, I think that is certainly something that that a lot of the smaller operations, which is the bulk of the title industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that is something that they struggle with. So I think they are finding more and more are finding ways, either through partnerships or or these types of things to help them stay in business and continue to grow. And again, I don't know if that's so different from the rest of the industries too. I think there is definitely the, it's harder and harder in any industry for smaller operations to continue on with all of the advancements happening. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. And rather than anxiety and certainty, it's probably a much better way of, of framing that. Yeah. Uh, just uncertainty about, you know, the changes and the advances and, and being able to keep up with, you know, some of the, the dollars that are being, you know, injected into the industry from these private equity uh, ventures. Exactly. So um, I wanted to pivot a little bit um, because I have you here and the title report is like such a big part of the industry and, and like, you know, kind of keeping up with what's going on. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about like your role there and like what you guys do at the title report. So you, you are the sole editor of the title report. And Correct. So what does that mean? So that means that basically I handle the editorial end of things. Uh, that means that I am the one coming up with story ideas, you know, going through the information we get and deciding uh, what we're going to be reporting on. And what is a good thing for me is since the industry is so busy, I'm busy, right? Like that's very, very helpful. I mean, so we write about what's happening and with so much happening, 
it makes my job, you know, I don't want to say easy, but I would say I would say easier than not having anything to uh, write about. The industry also is very, very good at keeping me informed. I am very grateful for the for the connections I've made and for the people I've met. So um, a lot of my day is checking in with people, finding out what's happening. And like I said, with the industry booming, there's a whole lot happening. And that's a and that's a good thing for me. You know, we send out three emails a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that have hopefully everything that you need to know about what's happening in the industry. And then every two weeks, we then also have a print version of the title report for our subscribers that also includes all that news. Every time those those emails come out, it's chock full of stuff. I think, oh my gosh, Erica must be so busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it uh, keeps me out of trouble. And it also, I mean, it is good. Um, like I said, I would rather be busy. There are there are so many stories to tell. There's so much happening in the industry that I'm grateful that I've got several opportunities a week to share those stories. And that um, talking to people in the industry is my favorite thing. I really, really enjoy that a lot. Being able to talk to somebody about what they do and what they love is fantastic because, I mean, think about it. How many... How many opportunities do you have in your day for someone to say, hey, tell me about your job. Tell me about everything that you do. Most people out in the world don't have any idea. You know, if you say I work in the title industry, they they don't know what that means. So when I sit down with somebody and I can tell that they are excited, oh, it's so great. It's so great to to talk to people who are passionate about what they do. It is definitely my favorite, favorite part of the job. Yeah, absolutely. I just recently got to do a piece um, for our blog about women in title, and I interviewed a few different women in, in leadership positions at title companies, you know, to talk a little bit about the gap, you know, just like every other industry, there's a gap between, you know, women in lower roles and women in, you know, upper management roles and mm -hmm. decision-making roles. And it was just really, really refreshing and nice to just hear from women and giving them the opportunity to like kind of brag on what they how they where they've come from and how they've gotten to where they are because it's just like everyone's story is a little bit different you exactly. know i mean i and i talked to each woman it was it was literally like from like young young adulthood or even teen years had like started out in a title company whether it be through family or it was just like a local high school after school job um, you know, and just to like see them stick with it, you know, it's just funny because nowadays like millennials change jobs and, you know, Gen Z, like, you know, they're changing jobs. So every, as you so often, but to see someone who, who found something early on in their life and they've kind of grown with it, um, it's just really cool to like hear those stories and hear their experiences and also kind of get insight into the things that are important to them or the things that they see as like really valuable in the industry. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's just really exciting. There's a whole lot of institutional knowledge out there. People who have been doing this for decades and to be able to get the chance to sort of pick their brain and to find out you know, part of their recipe for success and to talk about the things that worked and the things that they tried and didn't work. I mean, there's so much knowledge out there. And like you said, to be able to sit down and talk to those people and get and get that information and share it. It's a whole lot of fun. 
The other thing that I really enjoy is now we're gearing up again for conference season. And that is another part of my job that I love. Um, you know, I really didn't get a big taste of it last year because there were still so many things virtual and, and that. But yeah, like I just got back from Austin, Qualia had their future uh, real estate summit. And again, to actually get there and to be able to talk with people face to face and find out what's happening in the industry is fantastic. And then October Research, we have our National Settlement Services Summit. The NS3 is coming up here in June. And I am pretty excited for that too. Just, I mean, it is great to be able to talk to people through Zoom and, and things, but to actually be there face-to-face -face and talk to people is, um, there is just like so much energy in the room. And so that's another part of my job I love a lot and um, really helps me get a good feel for what's happening in the industry. Do you ever feel like, I remember this happened earlier on um, in my time at PropLogix when I went to a lot more trade shows, um, mm -hmm. but do you ever feel like people are like, oh, Erica Peterson, like I, 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 I read your stuff all the time or, you know, like they hear your name and they're like, oh, here's a face to the name. Exactly. Yeah. I, yes, yes, that happens. And then and then it's been happening for the other way for me too. Like, oh, I've been Zooming with you for a year. Now I get to actually meet you. It seems like the industry is a really su a supportive one. And mm -hmm. so it is great to see people who almost feel like friends already, right? Even though I've only maybe been emailing or talking with them. But yeah, it is great seeing all these actual faces and being able to go, hey, yeah, I know you. It is great. So October Research um, has NS3 coming up in, in June, um, and this will, yes. this will be your second year, right? Uh, yes, yes, it's my second year. Um, last year we were in Naples, and this year we are in Orlando. But yes, um, now that I sort of have a better idea of what happens and how it works, um, I am excited about that. And uh, I'm going to get to moderate a session this time, which I hadn't done. So I'm excited about that too. So yes, it is, it is a great, great event that I'm excited about. And going to these, um, you know, obviously October Research putting on their own um, conference, you, you guys kind of probably decide like what the topics are gonna be and what, mm -hmm. you know, things are gonna be discussed. Um, but when you go, to like other conferences do you do you sit in on the sessions and then oh, oh yes absolutely absolutely you know we kind of take a look at what's happening and see i mean you know sometimes at the conferences you know it might be a topic that has been talked about at another one you know i don't want to bore my readers by saying the same things over and over again mm -hmm. so certainly we check the different sessions and see oh this is definitely something that i think our readers would be interested in so yes i do attend sessions to report on um, or sometimes I just attend them so so I can learn. And then too, it's also a great opportunity to set up interviews with other people from the industry since so many people are there. So yeah, I spend I spend a lot of time talking to people. I spend a lot of time covering sessions. And it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Is there anything else about like your job and your role that people would either be, I don't know, surprised to hear or not realize like makes up a a huge portion of your your day and your time at the tether report i can tell you i was surprised because again when i started on i really didn't know anything about the title industry and i remember thinking how can i do a whole magazine on the title industry like what's <laughs> happening that you can actually do this and like i 
oh my gosh, I could probably, I mean, please don't tell my boss, but I could probably put out something every single day of the week. Uh, there is so much news happening and that's not something I was expecting. Um, so I just, there is, there's just constantly something happening. There's constantly something new happening. So I was definitely surprised by that because I, I didn't really understand everything happening here. I don't know if anything I do is all that surprising. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I am so grateful that there are so many people who do love talking about what they do and who can help me, help me understand things and, um, are really really gracious with their time um, because it certainly makes my job a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Between the report findings and the um, some of the stuff that you're covering this year, what do you feel like some of the the themes going into this year are going to be like? What are you thinking a lot of the things we might be talking about this year will be? Well, I think I think always it is with the technology and the tools and to figure out what are the ones that are really going to make a big difference in making jobs um, faster and efficient. It seems like there's just an explosion of companies coming in with all sorts of products. And so I think sort of keeping tabs on that, I think that's huge. And I think the other thing too that has always been, well, I, I don't know if it's always been, but but since I've been here is really talking about talent retention and talent recruitment. I mean, that that is definitely something that I hear is top of mind for a lot of title agencies. And so I think continuing to talk about how to recruit, how to find people to come into the title agency. You know, it seems like a lot of hiring in the title agency is sort of, switching chairs, right? People go from one company to another, but to really, to really recruit new talent. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that we're going to be hearing a lot about as well. I just want to remind people where you can get this report. If you want to get a copy of Voice of the Title Agent, can you remind us of that? Sure. Go to www.thetitlereport.com slash VOTA22. Erica, it was a joy to talk to you. I really appreciate you taking the time. I think that the report is really insightful. And um, I'm, I'm, I know you, you worked really hard and spent a lot of time. I know when you're close to something, it always, it's always, you know, it's kind of your baby, right? <laughs> it sure is. And thank you for the opportunity to spread the word about this. I think I think it is a good resource and um, hopefully can give people a whole lot of information that they can use. So thank you. Thank you so much, Erica. Take care. All right. Same here. Thanks again. The report is free to download and again is available at thetitlereport.com slash VOTA22. Title Talks is brought to you by PropLogics. It's produced by me, Lindsay Gordon. Original graphics are by Jordan Norris. And our music is by Cole Sandow. For more information about PropLogics and our services, you can head to proplogics.com slash services. That's P-R-O-P-L-O-G-I-X dot com slash services. Thanks for listening and happy closings. Thanks again. The report is free to download and again is available at thetitlereport.com slash V-O-T-A 22. Title Talks is brought to you by PropLogics. 
It's produced by me, Lindsay Gordon. Original graphics are by Jordan Norris. And our music is by Cole Sandow. For more information about PropLogics and our services, you can head to proplogics.com slash services. That's P-R-O-P-L-O-G-I-X dot com slash services. Thanks for listening and happy closings.